A Beginner's Guide to Mass Spectrometry Based Proteomics View by Ankit Sinha, Matthias Mann From Max Planck Institute of Biochemistry, Germany Biochemist, 2020 Mass Spectrometry MS-Based Proteomics is the most comprehensive approach for the quantitative profiling of proteins, their interactions and modifications. It is a challenging topic, as a firm grasp requires expertise in biochemistry for sample preparation, analytical chemistry for instrumentation, and computational biology for data analysis. In this short guide, we highlight the various components of a mass spectrometer, the sample preparation process for conversion of proteins into peptides, and quantification and analysis strategies. The advancing technology of mass spectrometry-based proteomics now opens up opportunities in clinical applications and single-cell analysis. Genes are the unit of heredity, but they only come to life when they are translated to proteins, the primary functional actors in biology. They perform an incredible range of functions, from biochemical reactions, signaling and transport, to structural support. The proteome is the collection of proteins present in biofluids, cells and tissues, and reflects the functional state of the biological system. Proteomics is the quantitative study of the proteome and is often used for contrasting different cellular conditions. As a contemporary example, proteomic differences between virus-infected and uninfected cells would highlight cellular pathways and proteins needed for viral infection and replication. Drugs development to target these proteins could slow down the infection. Proteomics is well suited for unraveling the underlying biochemical mechanisms in an unbiased way as it directly characterizes all proteins at once. Here we focus on the system-wide characterization of the proteome using mass spectrometry and more specifically on bottom-up proteomics where proteins are adjusted into smaller pieces called peptides which are analyzed by mass spectrometry. The basics of mass spectrometry. Since their inception in 1912, mass spectrometers have undergone continuous development, and these sophisticated bioanalytical instruments have now reached unrevolved detection limits, speed, and diversity in applications. They detect the presence and abundance of peptides, or other biomolecules such as metabolites, lipids, and proteins using fundamental properties of molecules such as mass and net charge. When peptides obtain a net charge, usually through gain of protons, they are referred to as peptide ions. All mass spectrometers have three fundamental components, an ion source, mass analyzer and detector. As mass spectrometers can only analyze gaseous ions, methods such as electrospray ionization (ESI) are needed to convert peptides from the liquid phase to gaseous ions. The liquid containing the peptides is pumped 
through a micrometer-sized orifice held at a high voltage, 2 to 4 kV. Upon reaching this emitter, the steady stream of liquid disintegrates into extremely small, highly charged and rapidly evaporating charged droplets, leaving peptide ions in the gas phase. Even 20 years after John Fenn received the Nobel Prize for this discovery, the exact mechanisms are not completely understood. We know that the abundance of gaseous peptide ions is proportional to their original concentration, making it beneficial to use the lowest flow rates possible, thereby maximizing sensitivity. It is common in proteomics to separate peptide mixers using high-performance liquid chromatography HPLC, systems with flow rates of only few hundreds nanoliters per minute rather than milliliters in conventional HPLC. The principal role of a mass analyzer is to separate ions by their mass-to-charge ratios MZ. Fundamentally, all ions are separated by modulating their trajectories in electrical fields. Mass analyzer define the principle they use for separating ions and this defines their preferred application areas. Quadrupoles usually combined with time of flight TOF or orbit trap analyzers are the most common in proteomics. Quadrupole mass analyzers separate ions using an oscillating electrical field between four cylindrical rods in a parallel arrangement where each pair of roots produces a radiofrequency electrical field with a phase offset. The resulting electrical fields define a pseudo-potential surface that is configured to allow all transmissions of all ions or to selectively transmit ions of a specific MZ window mass-to-charge ratio window. TOF time of flight Mass analyzers separate ions based on the differences in velocities after acceleration to about 20 kV and subsequent different arrival times at the detector. A TOF time of flight can measure mass differences of 1 part per million ppm by detecting time differences of sub-microseconds. In contrast, the orbit trap mass analyzer distinguishes ions based on their oscillation frequencies. Ions are tangentially injected and then trapped in the orbit trap, and they move along the length of axis of a central metal spindle. Although an orbit trap is only a few centimeters long, the ions can rapidly travel up to several kilometers, enabling very high resolution and low ppm mass accuracy. In proteomics, the quadrupole element is normally followed by a collision cell, which is a quadrupole where the ions can be fragmented. Either intact peptide ions or fragment ions enter the final stage that also contains a detector. The resulting spectra called MS or precursor ion spectra in the former case and MS or product or MSMS spectra in the latter. Time of flight instruments have microchannel plate MCP detectors, where each individual ion injects electrons from a surface 
that are then amplified. Individual ions can be readily measured with MCP microchannel plates, but these exquisite sensitivity comes with the caveau that the detector can easily saturate in case of high signals. In orbit trap analyzers, the image current induced by the rapidly oscillating ions is measured, and it represents a quantitative readout of the strength of the individual ion packages. The current is recorded in the time domain and is converted into the frequency domain using Fourier transformation. Advances in signal processing algorithms have repeatedly doubled the achievable resolution with a given transit time of the signal. But these are still orders of magnitude slower than those of TOF analyzers time of flight. How do the mass spectrometry instruments sequence or identify peptides? Precursor ions with a specific mass to charge ratio are first isolated by a quadrupole and fragmented through collision with inert gases such as nitrogen, helium or argon. These causes them to break apart the lowest energy bond. Typically, some of the amine bonds, peptide bonds, connecting the amino acid residues and leaves MSMS spectra with incomplete ladders of peaks differing by amino acid masses. This information is incredibly specific and is used for identification of the peptide sequence. A sequence of just a few amino acids and the flanking masses. A peptide sequence tag is sufficient for identifying a peptide from the entirely of human proteome. More usually, database identification involves generating all possible fragmentation spectra and then statistically scoring them against the experimental spectra. The chromographic retention time is an important level of information when matching a dataset against a previous measurement and is key to targeted proteomics technologies. Furthermore, ion mobility analysis and additional dimension of separation of peptide ions has recently become mainstream. Ions are either filtered based on their cross-section FAIMS field asymmetric ion mobility spectrometry or extra separated during the analysis T-wave or TIMS trapped ion mobility spectrometry. TIMS is the basis of the parallel accumulation serial fragmentation PASEF technology which multiplies sequencing speeds tenfold while improving sensitivity. Sample preparation and specific enrichment. Mass spectrometry based proteomics can analyze the protein content of any material. Apart from mainstream sources such as cell lines, this encompasses clinically important achieved formalin fixed paraffin embedded FFPE biopsy tissues and even fossils that are hundreds of thousands of years old. This is because proteins are very durable biomolecules, especially compared to RNA. Often proteins are isolated after biochemical enrichment procedure appropriate to the question at hand, such as cellular fractionation. 
affinity enrichment of proximity say. Proteomic sample preparation is challenging and can be considered an art as much as a science. The overall aim of sample preparation is the controlled digestion of proteins into peptides. To this end, extracted and solubilized proteins are digested with a specific sequence proteins. Trypsin is a favorite because it specifically cleaves certainly to arginines and lysines, thereby leaving a positively charged amino acid at the newly created C-termini, favoring ionization and fragmentation. Throughout the sample preparation procedure, polymers and detergents must be avoided as they outcompete ionization of peptide ions. The sample preparation ends with hundreds of thousands of purified peptides produced from tens of thousands of proteins, with a million-fold concentration differences or more. Monitoring post-transitional modifications More often than not, proteins contain modifications to the primary sequence, and these post-transitional modifications, PTM, are efficient and elegant control mechanisms to change the activity or even function of proteins. Charting the event, nature and temporal progression of post-transitional modifications has arguably been the most substantial contribution of mass spectrometry-based proteomics to biology. These modifications are generally sub-stechiometric, meaning that only a fraction of the given protein is modified, and hence are challenging to capture and detect. Most strategies use post-translational modifications directed antibodies to exploit the unique chemical properties of post-translational modifications, group to enrich modification-bearing peptides. Phosphorylation is the most studied PTM post-translational modification, and titanium dioxide-based beads are frequently used for reaching phosphopeptides with a high specificity. Remarkably standard workflows can detect more than 10,000 signs with single amino acid resolution and a broad array of intracellular signaling networks in a single two-hour experiment, an achievement totally unthinkable before the advent of mass spectrometry-based proteomics. Today, proteomics is routinely used for unraveling the role of ubiquitination, simulation, acetylation, and glycosylation in biological processes. However, analysis of less common post-translational modifications, especially those without high specific antibodies, still remains challenging. Data acquisition and quantification strategies. At any given time during mass spectrometry acquisition, hundreds of peptides are ionized and they simultaneously enter the mass spectrometer. Until recently, they had been analyzed invariably by data-dependent acquisition, DDA, meaning that the mass spectrometer follows a set of user-defined rules, such as mass-to-charge ratio, charge, intensity, and cross-section. To select as many peptides 
as possible for acquiring mass spectrometer spectra. However, this selection is partly stochastic and there are more peptides that analyzes time and generates missing values. In data independent acquisition DIA methods, the quadrupole in state can easily cycle across the entire mass range while selecting relatively large mass to charge values. This leads to very complex mass spectra since they contain the superimposed fragmentation patterns from so-called peptide ions. Modern software can deconvolute the spectra to identify the multiple peptides, usually by comparison to a previously acquired peptide library, but increasingly also without. Novel scan modes are still being developed to address the dynamic range problem, the challenge of detecting very low abundance proteins in the presence of much more abundant ones. For example, the cytokines in blood can be 12 orders of magnitude less abundant than albumin. Quantification strategies for peptides can be divided into two broad classes, label-free and label-based. In label-free quantification, LFQ, the mass spectrometer signals of the peptides are extracted from the raw data, normalized and compared between the proteomic conditions and interest. It is extremely the most straightforward and usually the most economical approach, providing great flexibility in project design. However, this strategy has higher quantification variance and differences in peptide purity and instrument performance may impact comparisons between individual samples if sufficient care is not taken. Label-based approaches use stable isotypes to encode different proteome states. The beauty is that the resulting peptides have exactly the same physiochemical behavior, but have predictable differences in mass. The isotypes can be metabolically introduced, which also allows determination of protein to NOVA. However, chemical labeling with readout of mass spectrometry level is now much more common. The latter is referred to an isobaric labeling and involves a clever trick in which the mass of the tag remains the same, but the distribution of isotypes in the tag is revealed after fragmentation. Within a set of 6 to 16 different tags, quantification variance is typically lower than in label-free quantification. Examples are consistently and reproducibly labeled and combined. A major caveat of the typically used TMT tandem mass tag isobaric labeling method is that co-fragmented peptides can suppress quantitative differences, ratio compression. Regardless of the quantification and scan modes, the output from mass spectrometers always contain mass spectrometer and MSMS spectra. A multiple of open and closed software programs handle the processing of this data from finding the signals, feature finding, to search engines that match the mass spectrometer spectra to peptide sequences in the database algorithms to assemble the peptides back to proteins, protein interference problem, 
and finally the quantification at peptide or protein levels. At the simples, the output is a matrix with a list of proteins and their corresponding abundances in the respective samples, filtered using false discovery rates, cutoffs. Recent efforts extend these functionally by incorporating standard or proteomic-specific bioinformatics pipelines, including machine learning, and by integrating the proteomic data with the omics-type data such as various flowers of next-generation sequencing. Multidimensional readout of the functional cell states Advances in mass spectrometry have now reached a state where a multitude of conceptually novel applications have become feasible in proteome identification and quantification protein-protein interactions, interactomics, organelle proteomics, PTM detection, and many more. It is now poised to make a major contribution in translational medicine, particularly in the identification and routine use of biomarkers. MS-based proteomics is a more complex technology than antibody-based methods, but is exquisite specificity of detection and global nature more than make up for this. Generally, proteomics bridges the gap between genotype and phenotype as aberrations in the genetic information may or may not be functionally consequential to the cell. Proteomics can evaluate the consequences of genomic aberrations on protein functions which can provide more specific biomarkers for disease subtypes or new therapeutic targets. Dramatic advances in the sensitivity of mass spectrometry workflows and now opening up the vista of single-cell proteomics. The added benefits of proteomics will be that single cells can be studied while retaining the full spatial information of the cellular environment. Furthermore, there are many more protein copies compared to their corresponding mRNAs, making single-cell proteomics inherently more robust. Mass spectrometry-based single-cell proteomics will directly reveal intercellular dynamics such as receptor-ligand interactions between cells and their microenvironment. In conclusion, we hope to have shed light of some of the basic concepts of mass spectrometry-based proteomics. Proteins are multiphase biomolecules as their functions are not just dictated by their abundances. Fortunately, mass spectrometry-based proteomics is equally multifaceted and can readily adapt to study the various facets of proteins involved in biological functions. Thank you for listening. See you next time on Pop Reading.